So guys, I'm so excited to have our next guest. She's literally the hottest dentist you have ever seen in your life, okay? She's gonna blow your mind and uh, you're gonna blow a load in your pants because she is beautiful and hot and smart and she teaches dentists how to be rich, guys, okay? She's an amazing wife and mother and she's just absolutely hilarious. I love meeting her in Vegas and I continue to be grateful to be like plugged in to her success in her thriving business and watch your amazing, beautiful kids grow. So welcome, Davina Daytrick. How are you doing? I am fantastic, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Woohoo! All right, so we were catching up a little bit. I, I, I'm asking my, myself this question every time I look at your like Instagram and like Facebook. So how is it possible for a dentist to be as hot as you? Like, why is the world so like unfair? Well, I mean, it didn't, so it didn't, here, here's the truth. You want to know the truth? Why? Yeah. I, yeah. How this happened? Yeah. Yes. There, there was a boy in mm-hmm. third grade that I had a massive crush on and mm-hmm. he, it, 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 he did not notice me until I started doing his science homework. What? <laughs> no, what this, the hell? this is really <laughs> true. So oh, this is how I got, okay. this is how like I, this is, thank you to that person who didn't never notice me because I got good mm-hmm. at science. Oh. Got, a, got a good GPA and hence became a dentist and went to dental school. But oh it, start, it started off not because I was hot, but because I was trying to get attention from oh. doing science homework for a boy I liked. That's hilarious. Oh my God. Because now obviously you don't never have to worry about that. And your, uh, your husband is a lucky man. So um, can you, uh, my second question is actually, how did you get into dentistry? So like, what was like the process for you to like, um, I think, oh, it's been so long. So like, so like an undergrad, you declared dentistry or pre-med? I forgot yeah. what the process is. Yeah. Can you walk us through like the whole dental school thing? Yeah, for sure. So I um, am an only child and I grew up in a really rural town. 8,000 people mm-hmm. is the population wow. of the town that I'm from in New Mexico. And wow. it's, it's like a lo- like, it's not a rich town. Okay. So mm-hmm. there is like a very slim chance of getting out of it. So mm-hmm. how I- how I got into dentistry was I was looking for like, what am I going to do? I knew I was going to go to college and it was like, well, mm-hmm. what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And we had one dentist in the whole town and he mm-hmm. was my dentist and my mom and dad are like, well, why don't you go talk to him about what he does? Mm-hmm. So I went and him and his wife offered me a job and I started oh. working there and I fell in love with it. But it was also the thing that, right? Like I didn't have a lot of examples of how the fuck am I going to get out of this town? Right, right. Mm-hmm. And so that was really kind of like the spark that was like, oh, if I do this, then mm-hmm. I can get out, then I can have mm-hmm. success, then I can kind of have a life different than I had, than anybody around me had. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so that's how it happened. It was kind of like, this is the thing that's going to take me to the next level. And mm-hmm. I made that decision and it was like blinders on, like, this is what I'm doing. Wow. I love that. So, cause you had a very different experience through dental school than most traditional students, I would say, who like just straight up went. Um, can you describe like, what was it like going through dental school for you? Yeah. So I had like, I, you know, like I said, I was like, I am going to become a dentist. And that was mm-hmm. even a far reach considering mm-hmm. like where I came from. Like I was, it was me and another person in my class that were the first mm-hmm. people in our entire town to ever go to professional school. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right. That's incredible. So, <laughs> so when I got in, I was like, oh my God, this is like the thing I had been working for. 
And mm. then, so I finally got accepted and then I found out I was pregnant. Mm. Okay. So, what was going through your head at that moment? I'm fucked. The, the moment in my head was like, you worked this hard and then you went and totally ruined your life. Like, well done. You know what I mean? Like there is that moment where you're like, what, like, what were you thinking? Mm. And so it was like, well, this is just, this is just what has to be done. So mm. I deferred my entrance for mm. a year because literally uh-huh. my son was born in December. So I, you know, I uh-huh. was in my first year of dental school with a newborn baby. Mm. So I deferred for a year. And mm-hmm. then when I started dental school, my son was nine months old. And so mm-hmm. my experience in dental school is very different because I was like the old person because I was married and with a kid, right? Like my mm-hmm. classmates mm-hmm. were like young and like, <laughs> yeah, cool no, no attachments, right? No kids, no, no husband. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I loved having a kid throughout dental school because mm. it brings the fuckery to a minimum. Yeah. So, <laughs> you so know sure. what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like th- there is something about having that kind of pressure that really is a privilege because mm. it narrows your focus of like what is important and what is not. And you just don't have mm. time to fuck right. around with things that are just so unimportant. Right. Mm-hmm. I love that. Thank you for sharing that because now it makes sense because my mom went to acupuncture school for a little bit and she told me all the straight aid students were like single moms. And now it makes sense mm. because you guys cannot afford to like, you're right, no room for error. And you guys prioritize so much. And I feel like a lot of the female entrepreneurs who are moms, like they're very strategic and very smart and because they had to be. And because of that, they make way more money uh, because they know what to do. And that's kind of like what you do for dentists, I feel. And like, what advice would you have for dentists who are like maybe first starting out their business and probably maybe explain to our audience, like what you do? Okay. Um, Yes. So I am a consultant and coach for dentists who want to do fee-for-service practice and who also have a vision about how they want to live their life, right? That the Mm. life and the lifestyle and the business can go hand in hand and, mm. and that the suffering is not necessary. I love that. You, so, so we teach them to build businesses that are actually based on <laughs> like, what, like, what do you want to do? How do you want to mm-hmm. live your life? What is going to light you up? What is like your soul calling for? And let's build mm-hmm. a business from that. Not mm-hmm. let's build a business that crushes your soul in the process. Like, mm-hmm. why, like why would you do that? You know? I thought that's what we were... We're here <laughs> to suffer and die and, and pain, right? Anyways, so so yeah. like, but isn't that the thing? Like people that's really a Chinese think- way. That's a Chinese <laughs> way. We're supposed to suffer. The, okay. There actually is a phrase in Chinese called e bitterness. It's like the more um suffering you can endure, like the more respect you have. And obviously this is more older generation, but mm. this is literally in our culture. And like, we basically like work till we get cancer and die. Um, but that's a different story. Um, <laughs> so like, so you, you work with a lot of dentists and like, you've probably seen a lot of like different practices. So like, what do you think are like the most common reasons why dentists struggle in their practice? You know, one, so I think probably one of actually uh, the biggest reason that they struggle in their practice and I think the biggest reason people struggle in general is that mm-hmm. they don't make a decision. The people that mm-hmm. I see suffer the most are people who are indecisive, mm. right? Like there's this piece yeah. of like, mm-hmm. what do you actually want? 
And notice I said, what do you actually want? I didn't say, what do you think you can have? What do you think your parents and mm -hmm. friends are going to be okay with? Like, that's mm -hmm. not the question. Mm -hmm. And so I think that people pick goals based on what's possible or what is going to be okay with like mm -hmm. in my life. That's and when so you, true. Right. Like when you pick a goal like that, you don't have the fire to see it through the end because mm. it's a half ass limp dick goal. And anyway. <laughs> I love that. Right? So it's like, yeah, you're, you're so asking, right. Yes. You're asking yourself to pursue like this goal and you're asking yourself to, to bring the magic and the energy to get it over the finish line. But you mm -hmm. picked something that you don't give a shit about anyways. Mm -hmm. And then you turn it into mm -hmm. a story of, well, maybe I'm just not meant to do X, Y, and Z, or maybe I'm a failure, mm -hmm. or maybe I'm a fuck up. And it's like, none mm -hmm. of that is true, but you never <laughs> invested your energy into something that you actually cared about anyway. Mm. That's so good. This is so deep. I love it. It touches my soul, even though I'm not a dentist. I feel like everyone can relate to that. So um, what... How, how do you make a decision? Like, what is your decision-making process on whether or not to do something? Oh, okay, so that's the first thing that I ask myself. Is this something that I want to be, do, or have? Mm. Right? Like, yes, yes. Like, very, like, very simple. Is this something that I want to be, do, or have? If the mm. answer is yes, then the second mm -hmm. question I ask myself is, am I willing, not, mm -hmm. not can I, because that, can I is a mm -hmm. stupid question. I think mm. that's a stupid question. Am I willing is the actual question mm. I need to ask. Am I willing to do what it takes to be, do, or have this thing? And sometimes the answer is no, right? Like if the answer is right, like, well, I'm right. not willing to do the work that it takes, okay, well, mm. now you have your answer. But I think that people really ask the wrong question, which is, can I? And it's like, well, mm. of course you can, because you wouldn't have the idea if you didn't have the capability. The question you need to ask ah, is, are you willing? That. I love that. That's such a good, I'm taking notes right here. So, um, cause, cause this is so good. Yeah. And you go through so many conferences, you go to so many big name, like coaches and it absolutely shows. I feel like you were meant to be a business coach. So like what made you decide to go from like a dentist to like coaching dentists? Yeah. So I've always been like, I've always been into personal development, right? Like even like as a kid, I'm like, that was like the whole thing that I was thinking about living in this small town. Like how the fuck do I create the life that I want? Because I know that right. this isn't it. Mm -hmm. And the people around me didn't have answers because we were all kind of there together. So it was like, mm -hmm. go to the library, read books, find stuff, figure it out. Mm -hmm. So when I became a dentist and I was like, like actually clinically practicing and it was killing mm. my soul. No. I was like, I wow. don't know how long I will live. And God forbid I live a long amount of time and I waste mm -hmm. my life doing something that I don't want. I need to mm -hmm. figure it out. Right, right. So then it was just like hiring the people, finding the answers that I needed to find and leading mm -hmm. myself through my own shit journey so that mm -hmm. I could help other people lead it. So mm -hmm. lead themselves through it. You know what I mean? So becoming yeah, absolutely. actually secondary. And it's so interesting because mm -hmm. I hear people say like, Oh, I really want to help people. And I'm like, that's great. And I appreciate your heart and I see your heart. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you the truth. You need to leave, leave your damn self first. Mm. That's so good. Right? Thank like, you. Yeah, we, it's true. We, we've got to stop saying that we're going to help other people when we are unwilling to help ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, so helping right. other people was only secondary to helping myself. Mm. And I love your, because you have, you did a TEDx talk while, okay, guys. She did a TEDx talk 
while she was pregnant on selfishness. Okay, she's freaking amazing. And like, you have a personal philosophy on selfishness that I really like. Um, can you share with the audience on like what you feel like that means, like being so? Because it's such a negative, I guess, word and normal people speak. But what <laughs> what's your take on on selfishness? Yeah. So Oscar Wilde has this quote that really redefined and reframed selfishness for me. And the quote is, selfishness is not living as one wishes to live. It's asking Mm. others to live as one wishes to live. Man. Ah, that's, that hits. Wow. Holy shit. I should have paid more attention to English class. That's that's, that's such good. Yeah. That's so good. It's so good because I'm like, you're right. Having control over your own life and deciding how you want to live it and design it. Why is that a bad thing? I think Mm. a bad thing is telling other people how they need to live. And I think society is full of that shit right now. Yes, absolutely. Right. Everybody has an answer and they want to shove it down your throat, but I'm like, you do you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Cause you're, yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. And you're absolutely doing what you're doing. Cause it's like, okay, so um, how do you balance being doing so many things like you're married you have have two kids and working like how do you like design your life so I guess I guess the easiest answer to that is that it like I don't believe in balance for me personally mm-hmm. like everything mm-hmm. to me has to be one masterpiece if that makes mm-hmm. sense so it's like, yeah can you explain Yeah. Like my life is my life. It is like my creative statement. And so that includes all of the things, right? It includes my kids, includes my business, it includes Mm -hmm. my husband. And so none of those things are separate to me because Mm -hmm. compartmentalizing for me personally doesn't work. And other Mm -hmm. people, I get that that like makes sense for them. But for Mm -hmm. me, it's like, I may be on a client call while my kids are playing while, you know, I take a break from that and go do something with my husband. But it's like, everything has to work together because mm-hmm. it's, to me, it's all one thing. How am I living mm-hmm. life and how am I showing up for the people I care about? That's awesome. I love that definition, how it works together. That's great. So um, let's talk comedians. Okay. Besides me, who do you find funny? If that's even possible. Oh, oh my gosh. I, I love, I love this question. Cause I, you know, <laughs> You and I were talking a little bit beforehand and yes, I yes, yes. have a, I told you the word is reverence for comedy and comedians. So mm-hmm. it's like such a cool thing that we actually get to talk about this, but mm-hmm. um, probably, I mean, you know, there, there are other things besides my top two, but my top two really are Seinfeld and Chris Rock. Yeah, I love it. it. For personal reasons, like I told, so, you know, we talked about me coming from a small town, but Seinfeld Mm -hmm. was a thing for me growing up because Mm -hmm. I watched how they interacted as people living in a big city, right? Ah, Yeah, New York, yeah. So for me, it was like this looking glass to like, what Mm -hmm. happens in big cities and how do people talk to each other and like, what's cool and like, what do Mm -hmm. I need to know? <laughs> I love that. That makes sense. Yeah, because when I came to the U.S., I didn't know anything. I was watching TV. I was like, "Oh my gosh, uh, this is so different." So I, I totally get it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and then Chris Rock. So my parents, when my parents had me, they were eighteen. So we kind of like grew up together, mm. if that okay. makes sense. Yeah, like yeah, that does absolutely. They, they weren't parental. They were like older mm-hmm. siblings. Mm-hmm. 
So when I was 13, Chris Rock came out with Bring the Pain, which I got to watch. And then mm-hmm. I also got to watch Bigger and Blacker when that came out. And I think I was like 16. And mm-hmm. he was just saying the most radical things that I thought were so funny because I was mm-hmm. the truth telling in it to me mm-hmm. was like, like when you think weird shit yourself personally and somebody mm-hmm. gets to come out and say yeah, it. Say it. <laughs> yeah. but like, oh, I'm yeah. not. I'm not yeah. like a like a weird person. Like, <laughs> yeah. Weird shit too. <laughs> yes, it's so cathartic. Yeah, it's like, oh my gosh, thank God somebody said it and not me. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I love yeah. it. And you've only picked out the richest comedian, so I love that about you. <laughs> <laughs> Day, on Dave Chappelle's Netflix special, I died when he was like, one of the proudest moments is watching my black son have duck fat all over his face. <laughs> <laughs> he's so amazing like jesus that's yeah that's the pinnacle of comedy so like um like what's your favorite dentist joke or favorite situation that's happened to you in the dental office oh my gosh i have the stupidest dental joke and because i like really lame like i love grade jokes too you know they're the funniest (laughs) i I like two jokes that are my standard jokes when Mm -hmm. like I'm talking to patients and my first joke is why did the cell phone go to the dentist why because he had a bluetooth (laughs) uh that's funny (laughs) right I like that yeah um it's fun I like puns yeah yeah right and my second joke my son told me this and I thought it was great why did Cinderella get kicked off the basketball team why because she ran away from the ball (laughs) Oh, uh, wait. Oh, they, that's not a dentist. This is just like a... No, it's regular. just a regular joke. Oh, good. Because I was like <laughs> searching my head for like dental references. No. It's not. just... Those are just my go-to jokes with patients. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I, I like the Bluetooth one a lot. Um, So like now that you're like doing coaching and stuff, like can you share with us like what kind of clients work with you and then like what kind of like successes they've gotten? Yeah. So the clients that work with me primarily um, and the clients that I like to work with are people who inspire me. So Mm. I'm not, I'm not really looking to inspire you as much as I'm looking for you to have a vision that is like so fucking cool and you're excited about it. And then we can build that thing together. Like I get lit and then we get working on it. Right. So, so some of the things like my clients have started businesses that are still in dentistry, but outside clinical practice. Uh, another thing that we really work a lot on is sales, is teaching mm. sales ninjas in a mm-hmm. way that actually feels good to them that like the mm-hmm. patient and the dentist are like, this is, it's the same way I just said it. I approach it, right? Like I teach my clients, okay, when you're selling something, it needs to be a win-win. Your patient mm-hmm. needs to be like, I'm so excited to spend this money with you. Let's do the damn mm-hmm. thing. I want mm-hmm. a pension and you're the one that's going to help me get there. Mm. You know? So a lot of the results that my clients have are like crazy because they mm-hmm. want, they're people who want to build crazy out of the box things. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's so amazing. So like, okay, let's do the flip side then. Who should not work with you? Um, the people who should not work with me are, if you're in the stage of still not knowing what you want, this mm-hmm. is probably not the best place for you because mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Like <laughs> there are probably mm-hmm. other places that you would go first. And when mm-hmm. you know what you want and you know that you are willing to do whatever it takes to get there, you mm-hmm. come here and I help you build it and I help you build it really quickly. 
Mm, I love that. So can you walk us through like, because a lot of people don't even know what business coaching is. So like, can you walk us through like, what is it like uh, working with you? What is like coaching act? What is coaching, I guess? Like what, what is, what do they, uh, what, like just walk us through like working with you. Yeah. So basically when I'm working with somebody, it's like, how do, it's kind of like having my brain on loan. Mm. which which is how do i think about things how do i strategize things how do i create boundaries how do i create win-win situations and it's working together in a partnership where it's like let me let me plug in my software into your brain right which would mm. mean that you would get very similar results to what i'm getting so it's walking them through that process like how would you actually think about something differently because let's be clear mm. you getting the results that you've you've gotten so far is a product of how you've thought up until this point. So yes. if we can retrain how you're thinking about something, then it is mm -hmm. very natural and very easy to get different results in your same situation. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. a rearranging of how you're seeing shit in your world. And can we look at it from a different angle and can you make a new decision from that place and mm -hmm. then get a different result? I love that. Thanks for the explanation. It really helps a lot. So like, um, you have so many great mentors and like, I always see you go to different conferences and stuff, having a blast. So like, how do you select your mentors and how do you, so how do you advise other listeners to select their mentors? Yeah, I love this question. Um, so I would say how you want to pick a mentor is, does this person have something that you actually want? Mm. Not, not do they right? like, it's not, mm do they say things that you like to hear? Ah, that's such a good, yes, thank God. Yes, that's, <laughs> such, that's the best definition. Because I, I try to explain to people, but this is a better explanation. Thank you, sorry, I just had to. Yeah, no worries. But it's like, does this person have something that I want to be, like be, do, mm -hmm. or have? Be, do, or have, mm -hmm. Right, and not in a fronting way. It's like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, one of my mentors that I'm currently working with has a way that he approaches life that mm -hmm. is, ease and fun. And mm -hmm. that is something that I really wanted to have because I'm more of a hustle grind, mm -hmm. not an ease and fun. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> right. So I went, yeah, him, I, get it. Mm -hmm. I went to him with the intention of how do I integrate that into what I'm already doing? Mm -hmm. So I think when you're choosing a mentor, you need to be clear on what your next step is. And from that place, ask who can get you there. Mm, I love that. You just make things so easy and simple. I love Thank that. Thank you. Yeah, that's great. So, okay, let's switch gears a little bit. I'm divorced now, so it's as a free for all. And um, I just, I just want to know, how would you advise uh, people to look for in a spouse? Yeah. So I think, I think knowing yourself is like the first thing and that's kind of like a cliched answer. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's like, well, it's what true, you, it's true. you know, it's like, well, what do you need? Do you want somebody you're like, okay, I'm a person. If you know yourself, you're like, I need autonomy. Or you could be like, I need somebody to fucking worship me. That's what I mm -hmm. need. Mm -hmm. Right. Or it could be like, mm -hmm. I need somebody who can provide and who is financially on the rise because I need them mm -hmm. to do X, Y, and Z. And so mm -hmm. I think the piece is you have to know yourself so that mm -hmm. you, you know what to ask for out of a potential mm. partner. I love that. That's so great. So how did you know when your husband was the one? Um, I, I did, and I still think he is one of the most fascinating people I've ever met. And I am a person that uh, I need a lot to keep my interest 
right? Like I'm kind of one of, I'm one of those people that's like always on to the next. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he changes so quickly. He's very growth minded. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he's like a new person every day. So oh, wow. when okay. I knew he was the one is mm-hmm. when I was like, I can talk to you and continue talking to you and you don't bore me. You're interested mm-hmm. because you have interests. Ah, I love that. <laughs> That's so perfect. Maybe, maybe I need to hire you to fix my relationships. I love that. So, so, um, okay. So next question, which is kind of why I started the podcast episode, how can I marry a very old and very ugly and very fat and rich dentist who will stay with me forever? Well, here's the question. Why do you want an, why do you want an old and fat and ugly one? I, the because, rich I understand, but what about because, the other thing? Okay. Because it's pluses and minuses, right? So it's just like, because, okay, the hilarious thing is a dentist I interviewed before you, he's like pretty good looking uh, Asian dentist. Like, I, I just said it as a joke, right? Uh, ladies, he's single. Um, you know, uh, I told him the podcast would bring in the P. And I just released it. Like, and then like, I, all the comments were about how awesome he is. And then one girl messaged me to say, hey, uh, Lee, can you uh, connect me with that dentist? And I was like, sure. So he got way more attention than I did, right? So this is why I need like like a Jabba the Hut dentist. So I know he he's like, oh, this is the best I can do. So okay, so you want somebody that like when they it, like you and your your fat old ugly rich man like they yes. see you as a couple and they're like, oh, yeah. she's clearly the star. Like there's yes. no. Exactly. Because my ego can't take it, right? It's like, you're already a dentist. You're already rich. Uh, you can't have more things. It's not fair, you know? So it's like an equalizer for me. The, the fad, the old, and the ugly is like, it's like a fair trait, I think. Okay, so here here would be my like like this is like a legit this is like a legit answer though. I'm like, you know what? If you really wanted somebody like that and you wanted to be married to them forever, mm-hmm. then you give you you be a good receiver. Like if that mm-hmm. old fat ugly man has something that he wants to give, and it could be something, it could be like tips on crypto. Like I don't know. Yeah. Right? Like oh. whatever I'm- the fuck he's interested in and wants to talk about. Mm-hmm. you listen and you're like, this is the most fascinating thing ever. And I think that you're mm-hmm. so brilliant because you tell me X, Y, and Z. Somebody who's old, fat, and ugly and rich, mm-hmm. you play to the ego and also the side that no one sees about them, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you have all this money, but oh my gosh, mm-hmm. you're probably very creative and very artistic. It's like, oh my God, you oh. that way before. And you seduce, oh. you seduce from the angle that no one has ever seen. Ah. <laughs> I love this. This is amazing. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, this so is incredible. You seduce the dark side, girl. You got to be you got to be the one person who sees the thing that they've always wanted somebody to see, but they don't show that. You got to find that and you've got to pet it like a kitten. Ah. I love it. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking notes, Davina. I'm taking all the notes. So, okay, this leads me to the next question cuz like you guys are a dentist couple. So like, what, like, what is it like working as a dentistry couple? And then like, what advice you have for other dentist couples and working together? I would say that now working with my husband is super, like, it's, it's a well-oiled machine. Mm -hmm. But in the beginning, I would notice that as we would run into conflict or challenges, and we Mm -hmm. were dealing with that, Mm -hmm. it would reflect in the business. 
right? Mm. So it would be mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, there, there's a conflict that we're having. And then the business is on halt because we're mm-hmm. trying to figure that out. And mm. so I would say that if you're a dentist couple working together, mm-hmm. get yourself a relationship coach preemptively figure that shit out so that you mm-hmm. can work like a well-oiled machine. Wow. When that stops, the business suffers. And then you have a new problem on your hands, which is a cash crunch, which doesn't fucking help marriage either. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> so, right. Yeah. So it's I would be like, mm-hmm. learn on the job. I would be like, help, get some expert help to lead you mm-hmm. through that shit and shorten the timeline. Awesome. Wow. This is so much good stuff. So like, can you tell us about your TEDx talk? Like, well, because, okay, we were in the same mastermind together. And then I think it's just that you moving so fast, getting TEDx talk, getting everything together. And you were just amazing. So like, what advice or how was it like doing a TEDx talk? And what advice do you have for people who want to do it also? Okay, so this is this is a I don't know if I've ever told anybody this besides like people mm-hmm. who are in my, my like, you know, like my immediate friends or whatever. But mm-hmm. I had signed up to do the TEDx talk because mm-hmm. it, because I didn't have any attachment to getting it. Mm, Meaning that I didn't think that I didn't actually think that I would get it because it seemed Mm. kind of like outrageous at the time anyways. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so because I went in with it from a place of unattachment, I actually Mm. said really true things Mm. like in my interview tape when I sent Mm -hmm. it in. So, Mm -hmm. and my, so I'm talking about selfishness and I'm talking about do shit before you're ready because Mm -hmm. you feel called to do it. Mm. I love that. And I was talking about like, you don't always have to be perfectly put together to be able mm-hmm. to take the next step. I so love that. Mm-hmm. As I was sending in my interview tape, I mm-hmm. wanted to be the best version of myself because I wanted them to choose me and like me and be in love mm-hmm. with me. So mm-hmm. I did an at home chemical pill on my face so I would look fresh for the video. Mm-hmm. Well, I burnt my whole face like, oh my God. Oh like, my God. <laughs> Like my face <laughs> melted off my, oh, like I looked God. like a snake. It was awful. And it was deadline. So I mm-hmm. had to send in my tape with that mm-hmm. skin. Wow. And when I sent in my tape, I was like, look, I didn't want to send mm-hmm. this in because this isn't my best polished self. Right. Mm-hmm. And I also know that I'm giving a talk on do the thing before you're ready to do the thing. So mm, it's up to you with uh, oozing skin that's <laughs> falling off my face. And here I am, and this is my message for the people. And then it, I love and, it. And then it like worked, right? So I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess I would say my advice for that is, like, anybody who wants to do a TEDx talk, like, let me hear what it is that you want the people to know, and stop being so worried about what you actually look like. Like, give mm, me truth, yes. give me authenticity. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. give me bullshit, blow sunshine up my ass quotes that you think are going to help me like let me connect to you let me feel you Mm, I love that thank you for sharing because okay people go watch your TEDx talk okay it's freaking amazing you're like Ali Wong before she like I think Ali Wong stole her idea from you like (laughs) what getting pregnant and then go on stage do a speech Ali Wong you stole it from Davina okay like what the hell (laughs) yeah but her talk is really amazing so um uh, before we, we find out how to stalk you and check out your business and work with you, what overall advice would you have for, for everyone listening? Um, I think probably my biggest advice 
it's the thing that I talk about the most is make a decision. Like Mm -hmm. don't stay in indecision and don't commit to things that don't actually light you up. Like Mm -hmm. if you're going to go for it, then put Mm -hmm. everything that you have into going for it, whatever that is, but Mm -hmm. know yourself and make a decision. Mm. Like those cliched things, but I just see so many people in indecision and it's Mm -hmm. so Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, I think it just got cut off a little bit. Sorry, what was the last thing you said? I said, I just see so many people in indecision and it's so painful. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you for clarifying that. And then how can we stalk you? And then what's your next project that you're working on and how can we follow you? Um, The best place to stalk me is on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Our Mm -hmm. handle is The Thrive Dentist. And that's also our website is thethrivedentist.com. So you can find us and connect with us there. We love to get DMs. I'd love to hear from anybody. I'm such a people person. So please reach out um, and give me feedback on whatever you want to talk, whatever you want to say to me. I'm here for it. Awesome. Um, my next project is I am speak. I'm actually speaking at a conference in Scottsdale this weekend. And, and, and it, it, it's on selfishness. Again. I love it. Love it. That's great. Awesome. So thank you so much, Avina. Oh my God. You gave me some great advice. I'm going to use, I don't, I don't care about the listeners, what they do uh, because I got some awesome advice. So that's enough. So thank you so much again, guys, visit her site, follow her. She's amazing. Thank you so much for being on here again and uh, look forward to having you on more episodes. Thank you so much. It's been so fun. Awesome. Same here.